going to do it like, 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 like this. Old school to new school. We got the interviews. B-Boy, Reg, and Butter. What up, dog? Red footage and rhyme ciphers. Producers and songwriters. Our podcast is live. You don't have to write bars to be a superstar. We interview them all. Managers and A&R. Should legends and athletes and record execs. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper may be on the show next. If you're trying to get lit, then I'll show us the light. Blue checks don't mean shit if the mind ain't right. Like, share, and subscribe. Comment when we live. We on all platforms, so you can watch anytime. Funky fresh in the flesh, y'all. Subscribe now. We gonna do it. What's going on? It's B Boy Reds. I'm DJ Butter, y'all. Yeah, and this Funky Fresh in the Flesh podcast. What up, though? We got Radar Van in the house, aka Live Manifest, Rondell Darden. Man, what up, though? Man, how you feeling today, fella? Right now, I'm just, uh, I'm happy, man, just to connect back with my brother, DJ Butter Mixtape. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Um, it's a, uh, it's a gloomy day out here in, um, in the Bay Area. It's, it's raining. Is it raining out there where y'all at? Is it raining no. out there? Yeah, Not it's well. raining here. You know, I'm back in Detroit, so it's oh, it's raining. Yeah, it's, it's almost a hundred out here right now. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, it's raining hard body out here. So wow. you know, I'm on the MPC. We gonna talk about that later. Why this is right here? Because I, I I go by another name. So we'll talk about this later. So man, yeah. this, this guy right here, man, he he he's the reason why. Um, a lot of mixtapes were sold in Detroit, man. He's the reason why, um, you know, a lot of a lot of Maurice Malone jeans was promoted around the globe. You know what I'm saying? From Detroit, you know, for hard knock life right here, man. He helped, yeah. helped Detroit in, in a major way, man. For real, man. Yeah, shout out to the D. Yes, man. Like, let's talk about, man, your times, man, uh, coming up in Detroit, man. Um, you know, doing music with uh, Pinpoint Productions and, uh, you know, as Live Manifest and Rapping for Change and, you know, um, just, you know, coming coming in the game with vinyl. You know what I'm saying? You did all that curly. Well, first off, let me let me just let everybody know, because um, a lot of people have it misconstrued. Okay, no doubt. I was born in the D. Now, I want to I explain... Um, Am I allowed to curse on here? No. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no you can't. <laughs> I want to. Ex- I want to explain to to to. Uh, you know, I'm gonna keep it clean because um, I'm also going live on Beagle Live. I don't know if y'all know about that, but I'll tell y'all about that later. All right. So there's a difference when you're born in a certain place and where you're from in a certain place. Just because I'm. Um, Born in Detroit doesn't mean I'm from Detroit, right? right. And just because um, you might you might be you might be from somewhere, but you wasn't necessarily born there. So when I first came out to the D, um, well, actually, uh, 1973, uh, ten years old. From a baby to 10 years old, I came up on the east side of Detroit. 
I went to a um an elementary school called Ferry M. Dexter. I went to that school on the east side, um, somewhere near Canton, Canton Street or whatever. So long story cut short. So when I reached the age 10 years old, I ended up, my mother ended up shipping me or moving me to New York City. So I ended up, you know, being in New York City for a little bit. But even at 13, 14, I did come back to Detroit. I did try to make things work out when I went to middle school, but got into some trouble. Uh, my father thought it was a good idea that I just stay out of Detroit because growing up in Detroit back at that time, um, I didn't realize that the drug game was so mean and, and just hard body out there. But I just wanted to be an MC. but my, my father thought it would be best that I just stay out of Detroit, stay in New York City. So when I get a little older, when I get up like 19, 20, come back to Detroit. So right. let's say when I got 18, uh, actually 17, I did come back and I did end up enrolling in high school, uh, Persian High School. Okay, so so listen, and hey, yo, set out the dance. Yeah. So listen, uh, DJ Dance. Yes, I did go to Persian. I didn't graduate from Persian. Okay, I still didn't do good in my education, Persian High School. So we talk in 1990, 91. So I ended up getting kicked out. So I said, you know what? I, I really need to get my education. But I said, okay, since it's not going to work out for me, I might as well just go back to NYC. I did end up graduating uh, from Canarsie High School. This is for, for you, Dez. Nothing against you, Dez. I just want to let it be known. Yes, the brother was born in the D, but I wasn't fully raised up all in Detroit. I was back and forth, NYC, um, uh, Detroit, back and forth. But as I got older, I ended up staying out of Detroit. Then I ended up coming back, trying to make it work. My grandmother was living there. Um, my father was there, but then my father ended up getting locked up, going to prison. Then he came home. This is right about when I'm coming up. To, to what you asked me about um, Detroit. So after school and all that, um, I decided to make some cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. um, no longer on the east side, my, my grandmother ended up moving to uh, Livinois in Thailand. Okay, mm -hmm. so you could, you could say 92, 93, all right? I'm already done with school. Um, started moving my cassette tapes, making tapes, um, moving them around Detroit. But before I decided to start making cassette tapes, now I wanna I wanna track back now, so you can do the math. Okay. So uh, I believe 1991 is when I met M Malone, my brother Maurice Malone. Shout out to Maurice. Shout Malone. out to Maurice. Uh. Met Malone at a at a fly ass spot called the Rhythm Kitchen. 
Yeah. Little rhythm kitchen. That's that's when I say I made my name really known throughout Detroit. Rocking with Mo Malone. Maurice showed me so so much love. And um sh- shout out to Hassan. Rest in peace to yeah, Hassan. Rest in peace, Mo, Mo, he used, to, he used to call me uh, New York. That was my nickname. It's the way I introduced myself. And when I went to the Rhythm rhythm Kitchen, I, I everybody that I met, Jerome Mungo, um, they knew I was from NYC when I first stepped on the scene. All right? So, uh, but I only had a short little career. This is before Pinpoint. Okay. Rocking with Maurice Malone, I believe, in Rhythm Kitchen. D- DJ Butter, have you ever been to the to the kitchen? Yeah, I think that's where I met you at, man. Yeah. I, 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 I used to be there too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I really can't remember. I don't know if it's 1990 or 91. Is it that 90 was like, 91? That was, that was like um the end of 91, 90. Yeah, yeah the end of 91 was when I was going to Okay, no doubt. So anyway, um, Maurice Malone gave me, I would say, um, he, he gave me the opportunity to, to work for him, to hold down the hip hop shop, close his mix, his tapes. Now, not me. Now, now I want to tell y'all something. There was no Lord manifest at that at that point. Um, 1991, you know what my name was? I went by the name E.L. Love. Mm. I don't think you knew that. No. But the people that, the people that knew me as, as E.L. Love, rest in peace to my brother, uh, Barton. Me and Barton was like this in, um, Persian High School. C3 and Jay Dilla. Shout out to them, but I wasn't really close to them like that. But me and Barton, son, son was was so cool to me and showing me so much love. He used to travel over to the West Side, pick me up from my grandmother's house. I'm talking about the West Side of Detroit. When I say West Side, he would come to the West Side of Detroit, uh, living noise, Italian uh, pick me up, and we would just drive around and. Hang out. I mean, um, Barton would break bread with me. The brother was so, so cool, so cool. Oh, yeah. So, El Love. That was my name. It was. I, I didn't become Lord Manifest until end of ninety two, ninety three. But I tell y'all how how Lord Manifest came about. But my first demo tape um, that I made with these uh, these brothers. Uh, rest in peace to my brother, uh, K. Funk. He went to Persian um, High School too. Just just before I got thrown out, I had a chance to um, get with my man. Uh, first meet Barton, then meet my man, K. Funk, or I'll say meet Slum Village. Uh, meet these brothers. Um, being close um, with with Barton was dope. But what I want to say to you. Um, E.L. Love, when I made my, my first uh, demo tape, it was over there on the east side. I forget what street. I hooked up with these other east side brothers before I decided to break out and leave and go back to NYC. 
I made a dope cassette tape, but it will never ever be um uh it you you would never ever in life even myself be able to hear it because at that time I I wish what we got today DJ Butter uh, B, uh B Boy Reg if we had the camera phone and all that if I, I was know. just thinking because you know back in them days to buy a, a camcorder nobody was thinking yeah. about a, a camcorder we had nobody to buy no camcorder so right. I'm thinking like, Yo, if I if if I just you if I use my brain, if I were to just document everything I did, even from 17 on up, then I'll have the best, I'll have the best footage ever. But anyway, um I made I made a dope uh demo tape, but my name was E.L. Love, Everlasting Love. Of course, you asking that question. Yeah, I, w- I was sounding like L. L. Back in them days, I, I did have that 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 tone of voice, rhyming, sounding like LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the name EL Love. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to really spit in the cipher that I don't that I don't remember. I know people see me rhyming and spitting. In um in, in um Persian, but I I can't quite I can't quite re- recall. I know the I know my man K Funk rest in peace, who came to me was like, "Hey yo, rap I heard you rap." So basically, I, I probably was spitting, moving rhymes around on um, Persian high school, but um I I don't I don't think I I sparked the sight. I think. I think I didn't really spark the cipher really until I met Maurice Malone. Wow. Knowing that I'm, I'm not shy, I probably was a little shy, but I didn't really start popping off until I met Maurice Malone. And then when I went to the Rhythm Kitchen and I seen a, a, a dope ass style that I really never seen before, I was like, I didn't even know these brothers existed out here in Detroit with, with, with the hip hop. With, with the long locks. Shout out oh, to Duke Delic. I met them. Yeah, oh, Jocess. Yeah. Uh, my man Dynamite. Yes. Uh, oh, let me say this. Let me let me backtrack. I did go to uh I did ended up going to McKenzie High School. But some for some reason, I don't want to curse, but I just say for some some damn reason. I don't know why I couldn't make my mind up to, to stop getting kicked out of school. Like I went to McKenzie, something happened, fight, something thrown out. Tried to go back, they wouldn't let me back in. McKenzie, then I go to East Side, uh, try to get with my pops and his wife and stay with them and go to Persian. I mean, yeah, Persian High School. So he just said, look, man, you're you not doing good. You, you need to just find out what you want to do with your life, but this ain't it for you. And then I had my grandmother over on the West Side. So long story cut short, hey, I, I ended up getting my high school diploma from Canarsie High School. <laughs> yeah. okay, so, no, I, I did end up, cause I, I didn't, I don't want, I didn't want to like try to get a GED, you know, right. I'm still relatively young, 17, 18. So I just have to be a, a, a Eighteen-year-old in the eleventh grade, but graduate later 
and, and right. do my thing. So I did that. So uh, Mackenzie to Persian. I, I, I'm actually I met Dopadelic. I believe was it '89 and '90. I met them at Mackenzie Dopadelic. Met okay. them brothers. That's and early then, Detroit hip hop. Dopadelic. Yeah, going over to the east side and then meeting some villains. But like I said, rest in peace to Barton. We was just super close. I think I think me and Barton. I think Barton shared my heart. We shared that that same type of heart. Because as much as people thought I was a weirdo, they thought by 10 was weird. So we, we just had we just had that that <laughs> we was spit. He spit, I'll spit. We me and him did a little cipher together. But later on, um, and just to let y'all know, I'm I'm jumping randomly through, but I'm trying to give y'all a story. Um Maurice Malone, I'm gonna jump over to the shelter. Um, not a homeless shelter, people. I'm talking about shelter. Yeah. Like an eight mile. That was a shelter. No doubt. Um, the first time that I would say that I got cool with the four slum village where T3 show love and Jay Dilla, I bought their tape. Fantastic. I gave Mm. them like ten dollars, bought that tape, um, promoted it when I was doing my thing. Now I'm coming up to the Lord Manifest. I, I was calling myself EL Love Lot Manifest, but I got rid of the EL Love. I kept the Lot Manifest. So anyway, bought the tape from Slum Village. Um, T, T3 and Jay Dilla, they thought I was cool. But Dilla, he ain't really, he ain't really talked to me much. T3 ain't really yeah, been cool, but that's cool. We, they slapped my hand, pound me, it's all good. But by 10, that's, that's, my, that's my brother from another mother. That's, that, that brother related to me. But um, yeah, shut, shut out the slum village. But um, that that's my roots as far as uh, being in Detroit. Now back to Maurice Malone. Maurice Malone made me his his partner, his his protege, and put me put me in um, control of the mixtapes, the the blue jeans for your ass, as as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact. When WTC, Wu-Tang Clan, Maurice Malone had brought them to the D. I don't know if he was around, DJ Butter. Yeah, I remember that. We was, we was right oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do, do y'all remember um, the meth, pardon me, the, the, the meth and red man at Wayne State University? Did y'all come to that show? No, I, I didn't go to that either. show, but I remember it happening. You know that's, when you met, that's when you met Wu-Tang is around that time? Well, hold on. I'm going to come all around now. I'm about, to, I'm about to blow your head back. You, right. you, I'm about to tell you a whole bunch of ill stuff. Um, when, when I'm Again, I'm jumping randomly. So I'm going to come back to Wu-Tang Clan, but I'm, I'm going to take you all to Redman and, and, um, and Meth. You know who opened up for them at Wayne State University? Wow. Me and that brother. Rest in peace. Big proof. Yeah. Wow. Big proof. And yeah. I got a I got a story on proof, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> um open up for, for red men and meth. Now, what was dope about Wayne State University was that uh meth what year was that? Wayne's this, that this, this, like, oh, this, this is this is like the early, the early, early, early red man method man. 
Yeah, no, like '94 oh. or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah, and and the thing the thing was so bugged out is that when when Meth was doing his thing, it's funny when he started like jumping in the crowd. Yeah, Detroit wasn't feeling. Right. They weren't feeling people. People was trying to front on Meth, and it was like a little fight broke out. And every time I see Meth. He's like, yeah, man. This was back then when I seen him. He's like, yeah, yeah well, I was trying to front on me, got into a little fight. But he was like, yo, son, you can freestyle. Because he saw how I was freestyling, he gave me my props. Now I'm going to jump back to the hip-hop shop. When when uh, when Maurice Malone brought um, all nine members out to um, the hip-hop shop, that was real. That was hard body. But see, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't take on to Wu-Tang Clan. What I mean to say, um, I believe I might have said peace to a few people, but I didn't I didn't quite hop on to them. Cause at that time, I'm I'm Lord Manifest, I'm an MC, big up to all you brothers, but I'm Lord Manifest, I do what I do, spit fast, roll my tongue fast, do my thing. Rock my big hat, that's what I do. Now, yeah. you asked the question, um, DJ Butter. I didn't quite uh, get real strong and tight with uh, actually uh, certain certain nine members. Not the whole, not the whole nine. The first brother that embraced me was rest in peace, ODB. Mm-hmm. Old Dirty embraced me. Right. He, showed, he showed me mad love. I'm gonna tell you like this. Uh, 92, 93. You know what he told me when when I told him that I'm a that I'm a solo MC log manifest. You know what he said to me? He's like, "Yo, you can't you can't be solo. This is at this time." He said, "Yo, you need a crew. You need a crew to come in. You you gotta come with a click." I'm like, "Yo, I'm I'm log manifest. I'm doing my own thing." And he was telling me, "You need a click to come in to to do your thing." Now this is. Nine two nine three. Now I'm gonna tell you how this all happened. How I met ODB, how this came along. Shout out to Maurice Malone. One day we took a trip. This was this was me. Oh, Dopadelic came along for the ride. Me, Josh says Dynamite D Mo. We drove out the NYC. Let me let me throw this this female at you, DJ Butter, B Boy Reds. Do y'all remember this female that used to be at the uh? Um, Rhythm Kitchen. I think her name was uh, Gypsy. Gypsy. And, and Mo, little Mo, little short female Mo. With a J, Gypsy with a J. Yeah, do, you, do you remember them? Yeah. Um, I, I say that to say, uh, when we drove out to NYC to to East New York, uh, BK, she was living in, and I believe. Her old DB probably was dealing. They probably was dealing with each other. So um, from Mo, from us driving out the NYC and ODB embracing me and showing me that love. After that, I ain't really see Dirty again until I permanently started. You know, I was still back and forth to D to NYC, but I, I started just living life in NYC. Then I seen Dirty. Then I start. I, I seen Killer Priest, um, Reza, Ghost, Sons of Man. Then brother started started embracing me. 
because I was the first one to go out to Midtown, DJ Butter, B-Boy Reds. Nobody in NYC was doing it. Back at right. that time, I was the only one out there. Son, the, the, the tapes that I got and CDs that I got from Pinpoint Production, they would ship them to me to NYC. I would mm -hmm. go to Times Square, and they're like, yo, who is this kid? I would have to sell a, a, a EP, if you, you, you remember, yeah. an EP had like four joints. Sir, right. while I'm trying to get $10 for four songs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. hey, You'd no. be in front of Virgin Mega Store or something, no, right? No, right. This, actually, this was before the Mega Store. This is like mm. this is like this is like the end of 94, beginning of 95. Like we still had the video arcade out. Yeah. Hotel Square yeah. was looking all grainy and yeah. all that. It, it, no Tauruses was around, so I just decided to go ahead. Son, I was selling my rap. I don't know if you remember the rapping for Change Stickers, the circle. Mm. Sure, why was New York City giving me 50 cent? I was selling stickers for 50 cent. 50 wow. cent stickers. But a sticker? God. It was, yeah, sir, I was doing it. I started like tagging them, tagging them everywhere and moving yeah. them. So, um, yeah, I started seeing a whole bunch of MCs. And then, you know, when me and Pinpoint Production, this is 94, y'all. This is like 94 and 95. Um, Pinpoint Undercurrent, they decided they wanted to move out of Detroit. They moved. We did get into a little beef, a little argument. Um, well, after they, got the with, after they got to deal with Madonna. And you no, know no, not, not, even, not even that. It's just that. Um, to, to be honest with you, um, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to add too much, but I'll just say that the, 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 the disagreement and the arguments and everything that Lord manifests myself in undercurrent records and pinpoint production, uh, went through, I believe I'll, they use me as a lab rat. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Undercurrent pinpoint DJ Butter B Boy Reg that they were R and B disco mm -hmm. uh, uh, house tech type of label. I was their first rapper MC artist, but let's be honest, DJ Butter. I don't I don't even I don't even believe they knew what to do with me, man. Right. I don't think they knew what to do with me. I mean, you you were the beginning of the MCs, man. You know, just like putting out records, man. It was people's rapping, but you know, the guys that beating on the wall till your hands bleed and passion, man. That that was you, Yo, bro. You know, you know who from the D who got real pissed off at me that I signed my my life away, and it was a ten year contract. I had no idea he was trying to trying to get me a deal, or he was trying to. Shot me to some la some labels. Y'all remember Jason Staten? Yeah, yeah he didn't yeah. want to help Wu Tang. Huh? Jason Staten. Wow. He he was furious when he found out that I signed with Undercurrent Records. Mm. And wow. he believed in me. And what what I'm 2021. This is 94. I'm 20. 21 years old. Now you know DJ Butter B Boy Reds. When you when you young, you don't know what you're doing. I, I don't have nobody, I don't have a lawyer, I don't have nobody that's that's 
looking out for me. It's just me by myself. Now, of course, I got people, you know, that like me. I, I didn't know how close um, – I didn't really know that Jason State really had the feelings for me like that. And each time I – just, I just talked to Jason State like a while ago, and he'd be like, ah, don't worry about it. I would bring it up and be like, yo, man, I feel bad that I just didn't give you – I just didn't know. I, yeah. I, I had no idea. I just didn't know. So he's like, yeah, don't don't worry about it. But anyway, um, the pinpoint production under current records, they left um, the D. They went to GA, and I, you know, Mark Kingpin. Thank you, because I learned a lot. NPC. Thank you, thank you. Had 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 I had I did um what I do today for us this back in the nineties. DJ Butter, B-Boy Reds. I, I believe I would be more known than just, just the MC. Just the MC. And we'll come back on the production part. If if I was making beats, I'm not just MCing. If I was making beats, and I I, I had I had the, the the brain and the idea because I, there was a there was this guy who lived on the West Side. I would go to his crib and yo, he had a Casio. And I was, I would say, yo, let me take your Casio to my grandmother's crib. It was just a Casio, and I'm right. just thinking about the beats that I made back then. And I'm like, hmm, but I didn't take it serious because all I wanted to do was just spit, grab the mic, battle, and, and rock. And now today, it's like brothers be like, yo, son, I think you, you can, I think you would do more better with your beats. Then you MC. Not saying that I'm whack or I can't MC, but right. I think your money would be more in the beats than your MC. But we'll, we'll come back on that. Right. Undercurrent Records, Pinpoint Production, uh, more Kingpin. I, I, I just feel um, DJ Butter, B-Boy Reds, that it is so unfortunate. Rapping for Change EP, son, I wanted to make a dope, dope, sick Yo, the beats that Mark Kingpin had, DJ Butter, B-Boy Reds, the beats, yo, man, I, yo, Kingpin, son, son, the way he made beats prior back then, he, yo, he could, he could give Pete Rock premiere Kingpin, not, not, see, Butter, you, you didn't get a chance to hear my album beats because it never came out. I remember going there and seeing you in the studio. I was, I was happy. To, my man had studio time. You know, back then, a studio was hard to get in back then. Right. So to see yeah. you there, and you know, and this, and they got to deal with Madonna and you and LV and my man over here. Man, yo, I shut up, shut yeah. Man, seeing hearing something's going on on the radio. I'm like, my man over there. Man, that's dope. I got I'm gonna give you your props, um, um, John Penn. I'm gonna give you your props, John Penn. Um, you you did get my joint play on Billy T, the rap blast. Mm, shout yeah. out to Billy T. Billy T, what up? Billy there? T gave me the illest shout out because they you everybody used to see me. That's what I was saying to you, DJ Butter. The African World Festival. That was my. That was my. Yeah. my that was about balance. You, yo, the African World Festival is not the festival if you don't see 
Lord Manifest. Yeah. Probably should call me Lord Manifestable. Because I right. just, you know, <laughs> it's Lord Manifestable. Like, I would just tell the um, African World Festival when hey, I want to see I'm a, I got my mixtape hustle from you, bro. You done sold about a zillion tapes, bro. For real. No, man. We, we got to talk more about that. Um, I just want to yeah. say, King Ten, um, um, John Ping, you guys did get my record played on um, WJLB or JLB, if you will. Um, I did see my, I did see the CD and Blockbuster Music. I did see it in there, but then through the grapevine. I did, you know, few A&R's people that worked at Undercurrent and people that was close to you was like, yo, they say your record ain't ain't playing over here, but then your records, I heard it out in this state and I heard it in that state and X, Y, and Z. So cool. We, we just call a spade a spade. I'm young. I'm naive. Didn't have a lawyer. I signed. Didn't get anything. But now that I'm a fully grown man, it's 2023, and we got the internet, we got all, all this stuff going on. But let's say that I'm, I'm not naive anymore. I'm a full grown man, smart. I would know if someone were interested in anything that I'm doing in 2023, I would not act as if I was still young without going to my advisors. Right. So with that being said, uh, I'll just I'll just give props to that right there, but it, it's just so unfortunate that DJ Butter, you, B-Boy Reg, that you didn't get a chance to hear what my album could have been like in 94. Classic. Classic. I mean, you, you, you was the first cat around Maurice to, to really do professional music and put it out. Like, the in the shop from the shop, you and Dopadelic were at that time. Boss was out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 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 hold on a minute, hold on a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about my brother Big Proof. Rest in peace to Big mm. Proof. Yeah, um, Rhythm Kitchen, right? <laughs> do, do you guys remember the name of Proof's first group? Yaku Daku, because he was rhyming with this kid named Thine. Dogs yeah. Do you remember the first name of that group? I remember. See, you taking me back. I'm. I'm. I so love this interview, but uh, you don't know how much, how much I feel right now to set my life record straight with you. Mm. The name of that group when I first met Proof and Thine, they were calling themselves Tribe of the Woods. Right. That was the name of that group, Tribe of the Woods. And hey, yo, peace. I'm Lord El Love. Lord manifest, but yo, we travel the woods. Listen, do you know throughout Detroit history, the name Lord manifest and Big Proof? Nobody from the nineties can tell you that Proof, that the Proof, uh, killed Lord manifest in a in in a, in a, in a, in a MC battle. We don't know. Did Lord manifest get Proof in an MC battle? We don't know. Let me tell y'all something. Me and Proof battle so many times, so many times. When, when Proof would try to do his thing and spit fast, I would be like, 
pain and I'm the old and the the white and the full track and the gate the lie the man the fest and the breaking it down to get the gate style I'm breaking it down now you know that the deal that the fold of the way yo I would I would get on proof like proof would try to do his little spit that but I but I tell you rest in peace to proof proof could could not do the roll of a tongue the way I would do it the way I would roll it I, right. but let me, let me tell you, in, in the history of the Detroit rolling with Maurice Malone, me and Proof battle hip hop shop, um, downtown Broadway at a Maurice. At the Mecca, what was it, the Mecca? Yeah, it no was, doubt, no yeah. doubt. I remember Wu Tang coming there too. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Proof was the host one. Yeah, Proof, Proof hosted that. Yeah. Oh, true indeed. And, yeah. and, and then the shelter and all that. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna say this like this. Um, I do, I do remember Craig G and, and yep. Pooh battling. I don't, I don't, I don't quite, I don't know. I don't, well, I would say this for Detroit. Maybe <laughs> Pooh, maybe Pooh did kill Craig G in a battle, but I'm going to say this right now. Rest in peace to Pooh. I love Pooh. Pooh could not kill me in no, not large manifest at that time. And you ask anybody, I'm from our era. From our era, you know what I mean. Who would know? Like, yo, I, yo, you know, you know, you ask DJ Butter, B Boy, Reds, ask Jerome Mungo, if you know who that is. Yeah, ask Jerome, Jerome, ask, ask him. Matter of fact, talk to Maurice Malone. Maurice Malone, <laughs> ask him. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, where where you get your uh, your first time here in? The hip-hop man where you get that influence from man where what was the first piece of hip-hop you heard okay now now i gotta take you back because again from from a young kid um growing up to 10 years old just that east side of the d over there um canton i remember uh what was it uh 83 82 83 something like that I wanted to be like Just Dice and man, trying to MCT. Mm, listening, yeah. to, listening to Just yeah. Dice, Latoya, Tila Rock. Them yep. brothers birthed me. Them brothers birthed me. I remember um, I was stealing money out of my, my mother's uh, purse. There was a record store, a lot of vinyl, some, somewhere on the, on the east side. I don't remember. Went to see see this guy, and I remember DJ Butter B Boy Reds. Man, I bought so much vinyl after after I got my ass kicked. Of course, money. When I came, like, how you where you getting this shit from? And I'm taking my mother's turntable and her boyfriend, right, playing playing my vinyl on their joint, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, um, you name it. For that time, but when I got a hold of um, Just Ice and Mantronics mm -hmm. MCT, I'm like, yeah, that yo, that that's when I that's when I really heard my potential. And not only that, these other brothers, Ultra Magnetic MC. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. cool yep. cool yeah. 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 It, it was like different rhyme styles and rhyme patterns they had, and the production was just. It was something different. I mean, we all love running deep, but it was something different about those guys, the way they rap. So, yeah. 
no oh. doubt. And I remember that critical beatdown, DJ Butter, B-Boy Reg. Let me tell you something. You know I got my ass busted at high school. Let me tell you how. Somebody was like, nah, that's cool, Key. He bite me. Yeah, I bit. Yeah, I bit. <laughs> Like, no one of law manifested no one I can spit. But for some reason, it's exactly what it's, it's exactly what Cool Keith said. He said, uh, he, he, he said, uh, mag magnetic, magnetic is to attract ears that bite. Yeah, I, I did bite some lyrics for Cool Keith. It's like, nah, I said, that ain't sure. You, that's Cool Keith. That's how much I love Ultra. <laughs> and, I, and I tell Cool Keith to that to this day when I see him. I tell him that to this day. I say, Keith, you know back in the days when in, in high school, I, 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 bet you, I bet you joint. He's like, ah, uh, that, he's like, that ain't nothing new. I don't, I don't heard it all. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, so, I'm such a <laughs> big fan. But, uh, but, but yeah, uh, DJ Butter, um, the Rat Pack, Tila Rock, man, trying to just that, that's, that's my claim of grabbing that mic. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. And what you working on now? I see you. I see you was talking about your production. What type of music you working on, and what projects you got coming? Uh, I was gonna say to you, uh, DJ Butter, do you have the track listing? Can you? Are you able to pull it up on the screen to show my my new EP? Are you able to pull it up and flash it across your? Um, did you send it in the email? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I did. I said, yeah, I sent you the link. He sent it to me. Yeah, I, I have I, a B-Boy Reg. I got a new eight-song EP. Well, okay. I don't, I don't changed it up because again, we talked about four songs, but I just decided to do eight. Um, it's called Super Spellbound, and of course, the name comes from Ultra Magnetic, and who's featured on the song? Ultra magnetic. I got the whole ultra magnetic. Rest in peace to Tim Dog. Um, I'm on. I'm on a hook, and I got said G. Um, TR Love, Mo Love. When they was all, they they somewhat. Well, Mo Love to me, ultra magnetic ain't ultra magnetic without Mo Love. He's not with them anymore. But I got them all on on my joint. Um, super spellbound. Then I got the strong um. Do you see it, uh, brother? If you pull it up, then I can explain it. Yeah, I got this. My joint on airplane mode. Hold on. I, I sent. I sent you a few links. Yeah. I sent you my press release bio too. Yeah, I got that. Never tell. What's going on? Yeah, I'm doing an interview with my peoples right now. My man from from the D, my DP, Detroit, baby. <laughs> Not Dallas, Texas, Detroit, the <laughs> uh, Not Dallas, Texas. Uh, no, no. Y'all say y'all a D. No, no, I'm saying nah. Detroit is the D. I don't know about it. That's no stuff, ain't it? Yeah, I had to explain that some years ago when I, I met Kwame down there at, uh, when they had the All Star game down there one year. And I was like, this uh the mayor of the D. They was like, no, he ain't. I was like, yes, he is. I ain't <laughs> talking about Dallas. <laughs> real deal. <laughs> real deal. Right, right. right. Yeah. Doing, doing an interview. Shout out Vigo Live. Yo, Yo Tia, what's going hey, on? But if you forward it to the uh, Funky Fresh email, I'll be able to pull it up. 
And why are you doing that? We can. Um, oh, you, you know, hey, B Boy Reg, do this. Yeah. Type, type in Radar Van Bandcamp. Uh, go right. on Google. It's, 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 it's R A A. Let me know when you're there. Now, I'm, I'm going to show you. Let me know when you're there. All right. Hey, uh, um, DJ Butter, you do get my press release bio. I sent you a few mm -hmm. links. Um, yeah. You can pull those up if you want to. I sent you a few links in there. Let me know when you there, B-Boy Reg. Yeah, I'll get there in one second. Let me pull it up. But, um, yeah, uh, H-Song EP. And um, I'm out here in the Bay Area. I'm on the West Coast. I'm getting ready to head back to NYC in the next three weeks. I've been going to school. I'm going to um, community college, City College of San Francisco. Oh, that's dope. So I've been going to school. They got um, free school out here. So I don't have to pay the tuition. So I got my Pell Grant, all that good money. But basically, that's the money. I'm trying to move here for good, but I'm going to Sacramento. So I'm trying to move out of, you know, it's been fun living in NYC, but I, I like California. So I'm trying to move back out here for good. So I'm going to be out in Sac. You, 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 first one of the first hip hop traveling man, a globe trotter, I know. You know what I'm saying? You've been like, oh, that yo, you, 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 you done told me something. I want you to speak on that because I never knew. You you saying I inspire you? Now you gotta explain that one to me. I mean, shit, you used to, man, have a bag full of mixtapes, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn it. And I used to look at you got a cover for every mixtape. I mean, just to see, you know, see, you know, you had a copies with the mixtapes, and then just to see you flip Maurice Malone clothes out the trunk with him, bro. Wow. The confidence he was giving us back then, bro, before he even had the hip hop shop. You you know um, I'm gonna tell you something, and 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 this, and this is on this is on my word. I don't I don't know if um few of the few of the people and you and you had it. I want you to pull that back up. Um, yeah, I'll pull it back up. Okay. But I, I want to say this, and this and this is on my word. I don't I don't know if people besides DJ Butter. B-Boy, Reg, Moby, Moby Malone, the people that showed Lot manifest love prior to that time. But I, I don't know if people um, hated me or disliked me because I always talked about being from New York City. So I guess people thought I was full of shit, faking it, trying to be a wannabe. But see, that's just the thing. You just, you just didn't know me. You didn't know my life. People just didn't know who I was. So I guess people looking on the, the outside or the inside looking outside like, yo, this brother ain't real. He ain't this, he ain't that. So when I dropped and came out, only a few people showed me love, butter, mo Malone, but a lot of people related to me, but everybody else just didn't gravitate but I, I, I could be wrong, B-Boy Reds, DJ Butter. I could be wrong, but this is just what I'm saying. And I, I'm, only, I'm only going with, with my heart goes. Like, I always stayed true to me being a real MC. I was never trying to rap like them or them or them. I only rhyme to, to who raised me. 
the real boom bap, the real hip hop, shout out to KRS-One. You know, the right. real hip hop. Anytime I spit, my spit stayed the same. I would never change it. So, um, and I said this on Facebook, um, to, to the people, um, no, this is what I said. The reason why Log Manifest name don't come up in the list of Detroit MCs because, and, and rightfully so, I was really never there. I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. So you, so you won't hear. You know, if you around this age, if, at our age, if you wasn't, it, it's just like a lot of people our age that didn't meet Dilla. You know, just like, so, you know, Cash really wasn't there from the beginning of, you know, the, the foundation. I mean, like, like I say, I still got your vinyl, you know, back then. And we all used to look at that like, damn, this is before a lot of us. I mean, after the D DMW and the Smiley, you know what I'm saying? Just to even see the business. You was a walking business, bro. You you know what I'm saying? Right. Walking billboard for Maurice Malone. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, bro. That's, you, that was inspiring, bro. You, you know what it was? Prior to the hip-hop shop, we call it the hip-hop shop era, right? Prior yeah. to that, like Butter mentioned, the, the DMW, Mirror Mercis, and all them guys, they had records out. But then the hip-hop shop era, a lot of dudes wasn't putting out a lot of material and vinyl and presenting it in a professional way. So that made you stand out, right? And then in regards to the sound, I think what it was, too, I don't know if people was hating, but Detroit was going through that transition period where we was trying to identify our sound because it was always that mix between, oh, uh, we had the street dudes and then we had the, we had the backpack, well, so-called backpack rap, right? So Detroit was trying to identify itself. So anything that didn't sound, sound like Detroit, people kind of didn't understand it or we thought somebody was trying to sound like something else. But in reality, we was all sounding like something else really? at the time because we right. hadn't identified our own sound yet. When you hear everybody demos from the 90s, that, that era, it all had, it had a little bit of Tribe in it or had a little bit of Wu-Tang in it or it even had a little bit of N.W.A. in it. So Detroit being from the Midwest, we had a little bit of influence from everybody. But I just think that some people always found a reason to hate on each other, regardless of what it was, instead of just appreciating good music. You know, the balance, the balance too, man, if, if Maurice Malone had a full-fledged record label, if Maurice Malone would have put out the Slum Villages and, and really... Uh, put out that stuff at that time like you know like he did uh you know bullets and gun smoke and all that stuff if he would have put show his his business hat with the hip-hop he was kind of like you know kind of in and out with hip-hop a little bit but if he would have put it in the headlock more i think the chamber would have made a lot more sense you know just like we needed we needed a ceo to be attached to hip-hop a little bit more yeah, you know, it came out of Barack and you know R.J. Rice and them. You know, he had to leave shackles on my feet to do <laughs> hip hop music. Right. But Maurice was we was in the shop. Maurice was Hitchville. He was Motown. You know what I'm saying? You know, with the clothes. You, you know, the environment. The whole our escapism was, was with Maurice. We 
We was the, the doo-woppers going to see Maurice, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. In all fairness to, to that era, the boom bap hip hop that we was creating or that was being created during that time period, like Butter said, there was no CEOs messing with that music at the time like that. For that smart, it didn't, we didn't see people get interested and put money behind it until a little bit later, right? So early on, nobody was investing money. The, the street rap, they had street dudes investing into them. That's why you've seen those records at Chantonique's. But the boom bap, you ain't see that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you had to get out there and do the mixtapes or put right. it out on your own. Yeah. What what Dopadelic was opening up for Boss a lot at that time, and I remember that was that was new. You know what I'm saying? It was like somebody cared about that chamber of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know what? Just just to track back, I was I was so disappointed in um um as I said before, and as you mentioned, um undercurrent records. I think they had the potential. To bring on, because not just Lot Manifest, um, B-Boy Reds, DJ Butter. There was some other MCs that used to come over to Pinpoint Production. They called themselves a dose of reality. There was a cassette tape, a list of, um, it was a compilation of some MCs. I say this to say, had, had John Penn um, had his head screwed on right instead of thinking of a quick dollar and, and bounce out, I think they had the potential to really um, grab a whole bunch of ill MCs throughout the day. De Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan, I'm speaking of. MCs out of Detroit, rugged with lyrics. Like, I met and rhymed with brothers on the bus that I would be like, yo, son, can, can I bring you over to Undercurrent Records? Like, I met guys who was just like, they didn't want to, like, Go sign no contract. I was like, man, I want to introduce you. But in a way, I'm kind of glad because I ain't want to bring nobody else talking how I'm talking in 2023. I got the short end of the stick. So, but I'm just saying that they they had the potential to um put a whole bunch of dope MCs and make them known, not just UNV and Kim, because shout out to Kim. I'm yeah, proud Kim, of those. Yeah. Kim. Um, shout out to UNV where, wherever them brothers at, but um, I, I I really wish I had that chance to bring on. I would have loved to did I would have loved to did a record with Proof. As me and Proof battle, I would have yeah. did a record with Proof. We could have did a joint. Could me and Bar Ten could have did a record together. You know what I mean? Right. But um, I just I just say that to say B Boy Reg, um, I my name my name don't come up. Cause I know I wasn't really there like that. I was in and out of the D. So when you, if you say, um, top top five Detroit, you might say Detroit or uh, Detroit most wanted. You might say a wall, um, awesome Dre. Um, you you might say your man a merciless a merciless Amir, and um, the the um, the fifth what would be uh, Dopadelic. Hey, is Lord manifested? Who? Who's that? Look, I think I, I remember. Mean, Esham, uh, yeah, Esham as well. Yeah, Esham. 
You know what I mean? Right. But if you say if you say the name Lord Manifest, people might be like, uh, but you, you real niggas know. Rep at the bus stop. Now nah, he ain't on my list. But I respect yeah. that though. Go ahead, but, but for that for that hip hip hop shop to be the headquarters and for for clothes and hip hop to be together like that, it was you improved. Then it was the rest of that stuff. You know, the fashion and the, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it just, it was just a different chamber, bro. That's, they trying to forget about proof now. You know, it's just the game right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's why we doing Funky Fresh and Flesh, giving up the game. You know what I'm saying? It's you can't, real. you can't. As, as long as our hearts are pumping, me, you, me, you, butter, B-Boy, Reg, I'm going to always shout out proof. Proof was there. Proof. Proof was right. the man. Proof was the man of the day. Now I don't, I don't know Goon Squad. I just knew Proof. I never met. Um, what's your name? What's Trick? I never, I never met Trick. I, I met Proof and a few others. Um, House Shoes and um, Fat Cat and them. I met yeah. the brothers. But when it comes to the mayor, I will always take take my hat off. Be like, yo, Proof. He was the man. That, I respected that brother. We even we wrestled together. We hung out, you know. Yeah, y'all love each other, man. Y'all was, yeah. y'all was like, y'all was like LA and uh, Lakers in the uh, distance. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. You know the, the Magic yeah. Johnson, and Isaiah. Y'all was that for real, bro. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But um, yeah, man, um. It just it just so it just it just so unfortunate. But B boy Reg, thank you for um clearing up what you said. And like I said, I, I could be wrong. I just know that I like to stay true to the hip hop, to my style, to the way I, you know, do my do my thing, you know. So I mean, we we all went through that phase where you know we rap like the people that influenced us, but then we added our own swag to it, and then eventually develop our own style. I mean, I just heard something with uh, Pharrell when he was rapping like Q-Tip. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, but then you you heard a little bit of Slum Village in his voice too. You know, so hey. You know, it's and, like it's like Kanye and Mace, and you know, right? It's like, and then a lot of it got a, got that from Q-Tip. A lot of that that style, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah pull, pull up that list. Pull, pull, yeah, pull I'm gonna pull it up for you. Are you are you um are y'all able to play something or, or no? Are you able to play play something or um not on on this? The audio won't be that clear. Okay, it's all so, good. Um, everything in that orange color, that's my new joint. Everything else, you ain't got to pay no attention to, but the orange cover, that's okay. that's my EP. All right, so, so this this you and Cool Keith? Uh, uh, click on it, pull it up, like blow it up. Click one of the links and blow it up. Okay. No. Yeah, man. Go get his shit on Bandcamp, man. But actually, if you look at it, you, you see what it you see the date? You see the date I ain't released it yet. You see the date? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's say July 24th. Okay. That's my that's my born day. That's my B day. Okay. That's my born day. And the reason why I'm leaving it like that, or I may change it, because like I said, I'm in the Bay Area. I'm I'm yo, I'm 30 something something years late. 
I'm out here, DJ Butter, B-Boy Ranch. I'm out here in the Bay Area. Shit, I'm out here trying to shop my joint. <laughs> I'm out here taking it back like there's record labels. There's no labels no more. But I had I had a chance to meet a few people and, and, and take a look at it. But it's been it's been kind of up and down. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, when I do um, get to Sacramento, I'm going to go in and, and get my LLC, Butter, DJ uh, yeah. um, B-Boy I'm gonna get my LLC. I'm gonna go ahead and start my my label. I'm gonna yeah. start. My label. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you you always been about your hustle, bro. For real, you know. You yeah. always touch the people with your music. You know, just don't stop doing that. The internet made people lazy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no, so no doubt. You, you got tracks with Ultra Magnetic, Wu Tang Method. Um, now, 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 let me keep. Now, let me keep it real with y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, ain't nothing free. I, right. I, I definitely, I definitely had to pay. Like, not, not my whole half of my body, but I had to, <laughs> I had to give up some dollars to get that. Now, this is this is mine. I, I got the stems. I got it's 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 all mine. I, I got the paperwork. I got all that. Right. But it, it didn't it didn't come free. I had to pay something. And also I wanted to say when I first um got back to NYC from leaving um Pinpoint Production out of Detroit, Riza Riza showed me love. Riza showed me love. But let me be honest with you. I'm glad that I didn't sign with the Riza. Because if you remember back in them days, and if you re- if you remember reading, a, a few Wu-Tang affiliates got, uh, you know, it's, it's out there in the news, how, you know, Ghost was showing Reza and things of that, um, Killer Priest and Sons of Man. So um, one day Reza was like, Radar, why you represent Wu-Tang so much? And I gave him my answer, and I was like, well, yo, you gave me the opportunity. You put the W, I do my things. like, yeah, but you're not the only one. And we never did put a record out on you. And I said, yeah, Reza, yeah, you, you never put a record out. You never put a record out on me, uh, no doubt. So back in them days, I would talk to certain affiliates. They never, they never got their money. They never had a chance to get on. It's all about like, okay, you love that W, but you wasn't gonna really see anything. But I appreciate the love that Ruler Zigzag that Reza showed me. But um back then, my record label, DJ Butter and B B-Boy Reds came from in front of before the mega store. My record label was selling them tapes, selling them, and, and, and I made good money. Nobody in New York ever seen a guy like me. Like, who is this guy? I mean, I was eating, son. On the, the end of the week, I would have about $150. Now, New York, you had, you had mixtape booths. You had the mixtape booths where brothers go and, and cop a mixtape, but you never had a single solo artist saying, yo, this is my music, $10, my stick of 50 cent. I'm on the trains. Weekends, I'm making money. Let me tell you something, butter. You know, I got so crazy in my mind. Somebody, I don't know from Bad Boy, because I used to see all 
All the labels, all the artists out of Times Square. B-Boy Rich, somebody tried to offer me a deal, I wouldn't take it. You know what I said to my man? Duke, no, what, you know what Duke said to me? He said, yo, you rather me give you $10 for a tape than come up to the label, to the studio. You know what I said? I said, yeah, yeah, give me the $10. Like, I even shot my old self in the foot where I possibly could have got a deal better than undercurrent records, but I was I was consumed, DJ Butter B-Boy yeah. Rick. I was yeah. consumed and fine with going to Times Square, making money. I was the only one out there. If you go to New York City today, and I'm sure you, Butter, you've been to NYC, have anybody came yeah. to you and tried to sell you a tape sell you something and you be like yo i know the guy that started this y'all doing this this guy named radar fan like oh i heard about the old shit. nobody in new york b-boy reds they, nobody was out there selling tapes and yeah. cds i was the yeah. only one 94 95 times square even the police nypd they knew it was, they, they knew it was my music <laughs> I used to watch the Africans run. They'd be selling the knockoff yeah. canal. Yeah, yeah they'd be selling the bootlegs and all. Yeah. And they, they see me selling my own. They wouldn't mess with me. I wouldn't have to run. They, it's like, oh, um, that's uh, Lord Manifest or Ladat Knight. I was going by Ladat Knight back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, brother? I, I was yeah. going <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was going by all different names. But, um, but yeah, you know, sh sh shout out to the residents, you know. Rocking with brothers and now me, me and Ghostface. You see Ghost would be like, uh, DJ Butter, B-Boy Reg. You'd be like, you know, uh, Radar, man? oh, Radar, M M oh, the MPC killer? Yes. Hey, tell us something, man. You know, our, our life been like a movie, bro, with hip hop, man. What you think about the, uh, the Wu-Tang series and all that, you know? <laughs> um, you know, it's, you know, it's bugged out, and I'll say this: I'll, I'll say this. Rest in peace to Papa Wu. I did an album with Papa Wu, "Visions of the Tenth Chamber, Part Two. Did a whole album. Rest in peace to Papa Wu. You know what Papa Wu said? And mm -hmm. I'll let y'all go figure. And you, you were here, Ghost and Ray denying, but you can. YouTube, Papa Wu. Papa Wu said, Rand Ghost, they used to black, black at each other. Now, Ghost and Ray, they would try to deny, and I get it, because that was so that was so long ago. Yeah. So, of course, Ghost would be like, yeah, we used to shoot at it. He ain't going to admit that, but Papa Wu did say they used to uh, shoot at each other. But when I saw DJ Butter, when I saw the first season one, the first episode, yeah. I was like, <laughs> wow. It, yo, you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw this out. I ain't even going to lie to you. Uh, Ghost was at Sony Hall. Now, I'm going to tell you how much Go, Go, Ghost could have punched me. Yo, I went up, I ran, I ran up on the stairs. I, yo, I said, yo, I said, yo, Ray tried to shoot you and your brothers. He was like, man, he was like, yo, it's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. I'm like, oh, okay, no, I, I, it's a long time ago. But I could, yo, I'm like, when Papa Wu said it, and then for them to put it on a film, and then Rizzo say some of it is fiction, 
and I see I see the fiction in in the Hoop series, and then I see some of some of the realism. Yeah, that that bugged me out, DJ Butter, B Boy yeah. man. I, that scene of the, the shootout when he was goes in there feeding his brothers, his mother in there. Yeah. I was like, yo. But when you watch an interview, yeah, goes around be like, nah, like nah, it didn't happen, it didn't happen. But Papa Wu did keep the keep the negative energy down. Right, yeah. right. But I I think the the Hulu series is is uh. The Wu Hulu series is dope. And as a matter of fact, if you um, check season three, episode seven, you might see your man up in there. You might see Lord. <laughs> like, you ain't going to see my face, but you'll see me by the cabinet looking to the side or something. You see me up in there. I, I got a little, uh, that was $500 for the day from the casting network and, and, and resin everybody. You know, let me get that little. A little cameo, yeah. I, I went That's out. Dope. Yeah. It was nice. You know, I, I met uh, I met the Wu Tang in Detroit uh, downtown. They were they were down there, um, Shane Park over there. Wu Tang Power and Method Man was over there, and Power pulled me to the side, man. Like, yo, man, how y'all let Proof pass away, bro? You know, like, what happened? You know. Yeah, you know, it was just like, yo, y'all supposed to protect them, bro. What happened? You know, it's like it was him and his son. He was talking about his son as well. Like, you know, those guys supposed to been been loved more. Then you know, met the man, got us on the bus. Me and Strike, he said the same thing. He he said on the bus, man, shaking his head, man, crushed pound of weed, quarter pound of weed, and smoked with us. And you know, just the way we don't really protect each other, like how they. They at least present that, you know, it's just like we got to get better with that. You know, even if they had put uh, their money into the gym shoes and, you know, the Wallabies and the Wu-Tang store, they did that stuff to kind of secure, you know, with the aside from the music, you know, to really yeah. give us if they made their money now, you know, just like how Roxanne Shantae finally made her money off her film, you know, right. just selling millions of records. They got that just do, you know what I'm saying? With, with the story being, you know, in the world like it is. You hey, know, DJ Butter. Hmm? Hey, hey, pardon me, DJ Butter, not to cut you off, pardon me. I just want to speak to proof um, for, for a brother like proof to be holding it down for a million or a billion dollar white boy, Eminem, proof should not have been no, 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 nowhere near the hood of the strip club. Proof should have been somewhere up in the mountains, somewhere with, with his man M. Because the platform that Proof had, um, B-Boy Reds, DJ Butter, it, it, it was so like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say unprofessional or just um, unorchestrated, right? Uh, calculated or something that for that brother to, to be huge, MTV, Eminem, doing his thing. Son, you still need bodyguards. You still need somebody to be like, nope, 
You know, somebody to hold Duke down. Proof. So it's, it, it's just man. I, I don't. I don't even have. I don't even have the words to say because I remember when I first got the new. Yo, I seen proof come out of Virgin Mega Store. Right, one day I was out doing my thing in NYC. Proof. Proof came out of um, Virgin Mega Store. He's behind me. I'm doing my thing. I didn't even know he was there. He's like, yo, lie. Lie to the room. Like, proof. Like, good. Like, he's chilling, doing his thing. Next thing you know, I, I go back to the to the BX or something, somewhere. Um, my man Ariel from Ultra, he called me. Yo, he called me and he said, proof is proof dead, proof got killed. I just seen proof at Virgin Megastore the other day, nice outside. Got killed in Detroit. Where you get killed? Strip club. What happened? Pulled his gun out. After hours. Yes, somebody went and pulled their gun. Man. You know, when Power brought that up, bro, I, I just, it's just the art of um, being celebrated and appreciated instead of tolerated. It's like they just, they let, they tolerated them to. This is what I'll be feeling about a lot when I, I didn't know what to say with Power because, you know, they had their little things with, with Dirty Bastard, but they still, you know, he didn't go out murdered like, you know what I'm saying? Cold blooded like that, you know. Hey yo, we we ain't even gonna talk about my brother by ten. That really yeah. that really tore me up. Yeah. And I found out about by the way he passed. Like man, my homeboy so went to the morgue seen him, bro. You know, he said my boy went to the morgue and seen by ten in, in the slab with the grass on his hair, like they beat him up and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? He, he was messed up, you know, from that. It's like, those guys are legends, bro. It's like, yes. I, you know, I don't understand, like, how the dealers don't be like, yo, I know you OG for a sack, but you got to work it off. You Let know me tell you something, because we, we celebrating and, 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 and big up dope MCs, dope MCs passed away by 10 proof. Dope MCs from out in the, the 313, 313. Man, I would go to the African World Festival and just be chilling. I ain't I even know by 10 up, up in there. I would go by the river, you know, down by the river. Uh, by 10 got his little hat on. He doing his thing. He doing his dance. <laughs> doing the dances, yeah. And then I come through, like, wow, what up? We hugging each other. And all that, and I remember some had, had to be 10 something years ago. I remember I broke the news to him about our high school homie, my man K4. You, you don't know who he is, but I mentioned him. I heard about him. I heard about him. He, his name was K4. He, people, actually, people in Persia thought we were twin brothers. We, mm. They thought we looked so much alike. They thought we were twins. He got killed. And when I told by 10, he got killed by 10 was tore up. He was like, no, I was like, yeah, 
can't fuck when y'all eat, yeah, kill. In his barbershop on the east side. Wow. And speak, speaking of, of the east side, and I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to bring, I don't want to keep, you know, you know, dwelling on, you know, the bad and crazy part, but yeah. um I heard about the three, the three uh MCs that that oh, got yeah. killed. Oh yeah, they like, up the street from my grandma's house, yeah. A log cabin, man. But uh, you don't have to say, but I would hope that you're on the outskirts somewhere living. Like, I will hope that you really not living inside the D like that, because it looked like, like you think people are saying New York City going going back to the 80s. And when I, when I hear about this, the east side, yo, man, I, I would like to come to the D and visit, but I couldn't live, I couldn't live in Detroit no more, man. Hey, I, I'm I, I've been hanging at AZ for a minute, man. I, I came as soon as I get came down here, bro. I got sick. I, I didn't understand. You boy, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I live in. I'm, I'm in Detroit, but I don't live in Detroit. <laughs> oh, look, not not saying now. Now let me explain yeah. something to you, you you stupid fools out there. Understand what I'm saying, dummies. Oh, he saw. Oh, did you kill it? No. Understand that if I got a family, DJ Butter got a family, B-Boy Rez got a family, got families. Why would you want to continue to live where your own people is disrespecting you and killing you? It's not a safe place to live around. That's why I'm getting my black ass to Cali. I'm not trying to live in NYC no more. I, I got a nice little spot, and it don't make me soft. I'm not soft. Just the fact that pants sagging, blunts, guns, no. That ain't my life, man. That's cool for TV and all that, but I'm I'm trying to live. I'm 50 years old. I'm, I'm, I want to live another 10 years and more. I'm looking forward to get old. But to be in a neighborhood or in a city where your own people don't love you, they want to they kill you, that's why I say, butter, B-Boy Reds, I hope you're not still living in it because it's just it's just dangerous it's not safe. so if you think that i'm soft and you think it's so you think it's cool then you know what you you just cutting your life short and you won't live to be 50. and you remember the, the days we came up uh b-boy ranch and butter you'd be lucky if you make it to 21 remember that yeah. It was 16, right. 18, then 21, then 25, yeah. then 30. Nine, nine, 16, be lucky he lives to 16. Just crazy, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and the way all these young rappers is just getting snuffed out. Now, yeah. back in our days, B-Boy Reds, DJ Butter, we had to kill us, but rappers wasn't getting, they wasn't getting taken out like that. Yeah, I remember when Scott LaRock passed, like we just sat there right. for years, like, damn, I can't believe this. Like, right. then MC Trouble, Trouble, uh, you know, yeah, it was like, you know, like, yeah. wow, you know, we, we more for Scott LaRock for at least 10 years straight, you know, like yeah. before it started getting really violent, you know. Right. It's, just, you know, it's, it's just society that we live in, the culture is different. So, it just right. merged right into hip hop. 
you know. Mm. Some, some, but I do have to say this: sometimes the media make it more. When they say a rapper got killed, some of these dudes they probably they probably rap, but they not necessarily rappers in that All sense. Right. And not to take <laughs> nothing away from them. But every young black man that get killed is not a rapper, right? But they put that label on them to sensationalize hip-hop violence, you know. But society is just different uh, or as a whole. So it's just merged in with hip-hop, and we're seeing the results of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I just hate to see these young guys get an opportunity so early on, you know, like, like you were saying, we probably had to live in that situation until we got older, right? But I hate seeing these guys young in their 20s, they're able to move away from it, but they still continue to be around it by choice. And then next thing you know, something happens. You're like, you ain't even have to be there. You know, the, the, the whole goal is to make it out of the situation, you know, so... Yeah, what they said, unoccupied minds, the devil's playground. You you always was occupied, man. <laughs> so yeah. Gotta stay yeah. occupied, bro. You know, yeah. keep hustling, man. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say this lot, man. You uh, man, we we proud of you, bro. You you part of the culture, man, for real, in a major way. And um, you know, you you've been a hustler. You've been you 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 define you know selling your own music in our culture for real, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, to see you take care of your, your daughters like you do, man. It's, I always got thumbs up for you, bro, for real. Hey, love, love, love you for that, man. You just told me something that I just never knew. I had no idea that I was the inspiration yes. to how you do your thing. Yeah, because I, I remember Proof used to be hard on me, bro. And when I first gave my mixtape, he just was looking at it like, you know, but to see y'all, you know what I'm saying, to, to have a mixtape out with me blending other cast music and, and making the tapes look a little professional. I feel like I was keeping up with y'all. You know, it, it was mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, it's, it was a beauty to see. You know, I'm saying what you what you done with your career, man. People haven't forgot about you. Banging on the wall, see your knuckles bleed and hands bleed, bro. For real, okay. loving the hip hop. You know, matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, you you know who brought me to um. Pinpoint it was this this cute female. Her, her name is um Toya Hankins. Toya. She was downtown um Detroit. She seen me doing my thing at Cadillac Square. And um I was like, when she was trying to uh get me over to pinpoint, I'm like, you know what, that's all good, but I think I'm gonna pack up, I'm gonna head to NYC. I got some things to do. She's like, look, do what you want, but you should at least give yourself a chance. Come meet these brothers. They from the East Coast too. They from um, uh, um, Delaware. I'm like, okay, that's dope. She's, you know, she's a good, she's a good salesman. Toya Hankins. She was the A and R for John Penn. So she brought me over there. Okay. And, you know, if it wasn't for her, rapping for change would never came to the surface. She <laughs> shout out to Toya. Yeah, big money at Ten Point myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say this though, because I I had came to um, I think this was like ninety five, ninety six or something like that, and I went to perform at a, a place. We was in Manhattan. It was called like the Varick Bar or something like that. Bunch okay. of New York cats and everything. And when we told them dudes we was from Detroit, 
one of the dudes came. You know how somebody always want to feel like they know your hood or know right. your city. Exactly. And my man was like, um, yeah, I know some brothers from Detroit. And, you know, I'm thinking, he, I don't know who he going to name. He mentioned you and Mustafa. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, so you you know some cats there. Right? <laughs> and that's when I was like, that's when I realized who was really moving around inside and outside of the city. Wow, so, that's yeah. ill. Yep. That's ill. Man, since, so. since you've been like a, a hip hop fanatic, man, since I've known you, what what message you got for hip hop since it's been 50 years? What what, what message you got for hip hop? Oh, um, that, that, is, that is a great question. Thank you for that. Because I just told y'all I'm 50, but wait a minute, I'm 49 <laughs> in the next few months, right? Say next. Uh, four or five months. You all know that I'm 49. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Hey, I just turned 50 in February, man. Let it go, man. It's, it's a blessing, man. That's right. <laughs> but this is what I want to say. Uh, sh shout out to my mother. Rest in peace to my mother for having me. Rest in peace. 1973, July 24. I was born a month before August 11, 1973, that's the year that Cool Herc yep. gave us back to school party. We, I'm getting ready to turn 50 with hip hop. Okay. Now, let me say this. We can argue. I, I'll, I'll take my shades off. All right, check it out. You can look me in my eyes. I'm saying this to everybody. We can argue that hip hop may be older than 50. We can argue that. People said that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with my born day to hip hop's born day. Hip hop is 50 years old. I don't care what you say. With all due to respect, you can argue that hip hop is older, but hip hop is 50. So for hip hop turning 50, it's been 50 years of MCing. 50 years of DJing, 50 years of graffiti, 50 years of breakdancing, 50 years of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, as Africa Bambada would say. So it's been five years, 50 years of the five elements right. to the real boom bappers, B-Boy Reg, DJ Butter, etc. Brothers from the D to the Bay to NY to down south. I'm saying a real boom back. So this is our 50th anniversary. And I just want to say happy on the way B-Day to myself, to hip-hop, to B-Boy Reg, uh, to you, Butter, to, to all of us that's 50, this is our born day. And like, again, all you can say hip-hop is older than 50, but we gonna leave it for what it is. Cool Herc is my father. I love you, Cool Herc. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to introducing us um, to this art form. And we could come back, cause I was gonna say something else, but I'm gonna leave it there. Shout out to Cool Herc, big up the Herc. Shout out to Grandmaster, Millie Mill, Hip Hop. Yeah, and, and I'm look I'm looking forward of hey if, if Allah allow us 
to live to 100 years. Uh, B-Boy Ranch, uh, DJ Butter. I'll be looking forward to 100, year, 100 years of hip-hop. But right now, I'm going to stay here. We 50. Boom. That's what's up. Yeah. Shout out to my brother, born August 11th, the day of hip hop. My brother's young, man, for real. Man, we appreciate you live, for real, bro. You know, keep it going, man. This ain't the last time, bro. When you got something else that you want to say towards us, let us know. Play some beats for us or something, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's one thing we didn't talk about before we break down. So, so, <laughs> y'all know what That's the NPC Live, right? No doubt. Yeah, with the fatigue on it. <laughs> oh, you already. Now, um, are you producing just for yourself or for other people as well? B-Boy Ranch, I would love to produce for other people right now. Right. I'm getting ready to put a, um, I'm, no, I'm thinking about it. It's, it's okay. a few things. Either I'm going to put a sound pack or some kits together, which probably not. But I'm gonna put the it's definitely I'm gonna do an instrumental um beat tape. I'm gonna put okay. an instrumental uh joint together. Now um I'm, I wanna share this with y'all. I talked about the 90s. Had I had this back in the 90s, yeah. what I'm doing today, if I did that back in the 90s, I I, I think I believe that yeah, I would I would be no, I yeah, I believe I would be known. But um I've been banging out the beats for the past nine, almost ten years. I've been killing this. Now, this is not my first one. The first one that I picked up was the um the MPC five hundred and the one thousand. Mm-hmm. Knocking that, knocking that down. And when I say banging out beats. This is this is the name. <laughs> the Red Jacket Killer. The MPC Killer. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Now, somebody in the world is saying, yo, if you got that around your neck, you must be nice. If you're going to have it around your neck, you got to be nice to have it around your neck. I believe I'm nice. I do. That's right. what I want to say. Um... Boom bap is what I'm on. Boom bap is what I'm on, right? So when people hit my beats, it's gonna it's gonna take you maybe possibly to have it because I ain't gonna front. I do I do look up the havoc DJ uh, Butter and B Boy Reg. Havoc Havoc raised me. Mm. When I when I first touched the drum machine. Yo, son, your you beats is, is on, on some heaven, on, wow. on some mob-type heaven. Wow. <laughs> now, of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm love. you would think, son, you, on, you like on some Wu-Tang, but no, my beats is on yeah. some mob D. Shout out to, to, to the Reza, True Master, and, and, and Mathematics and all that, but... My top, my number one producer, top one, Havoc, DJ Premier, uh, Pete Rock, Large Pro, and I will put the rest in there. But um, yeah, man, Havoc, 
That's that's top producer. Yeah, hey, let me, let me ask you this, right? If you had one MC that you would want to hear over one of your beats, other than yourself, who would it be? You know what? I, I would love to um, have Havoc from the mob spit on one of my beats. That's mm. dope. Rest that's in peace dope. to Prodigy. I met Prodigy one time in my life, man. That's a whole that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I, I would love to have um Havoc, Rhyming, Big Noy, any um Ghost, anyone um just okay. rhyming on, on one of my joints. But to your question, B-Boy Reg, I would love to produce for other artists, and I had the chance to produce for for a few few people, right. but I am still um I guess I'm still establishing myself as a producer and shout out to uh, my man Raw Breed, uh, my man Mark Live Crew, Keith Cousin. He he gives me a lot of um inspiration and shows me a lot of um encouragement and love and big me up on my production. So um if you on YouTube just type in DA Red Jacket Killer with an H. Like how you do Ghostface Killer right. is, is the R-E-D jacket, K-I-L-L-A-H, the red jacket killer. Check, check, check out my production. Check, check out, check out the beats and you you let me know what you think. And also the red jacket killer on Instagram. Um, the red jacket killer, PKA the MPC killer on Facebook, radar van on Twitter, Radar Fan on Instagram, and then um, Raw Breed on um, Instagram as well. But yeah, uh, I love to make beats for some some others, for some MCs, but I'm not getting too much traffic, so I'm just banging out beats for me. Yeah, I get with them, get with them, for real. Man, we, we appreciate you, man. Big proof, we got your, your battle buddy right here. We got Maurice Malone. <laughs> Oh, we got your branding guy right here for real, man. We appreciate you live, manifest for real. Radar van, my man is a, a, a Yo, globe trotter, hip hop globe trotter for real. You know I, I appreciate it <laughs> so much, man. I, I feel like there's a lot more stuff I could tell you, but just like a baby, right? You only can feed a baby just a, a little bit. Yeah. Can't feed them too much mashed potatoes. Yeah. So we got we got to call. Hey, you back. know what? We go. We gonna say that for when we um get together in person and do the in person yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. We gonna get out on the west coast, man. Get some palm trees and pina colada with you. Yeah. Yo, I hope to meet y'all yeah. in Sac. Cause Sac is my new home. Moving to Sacramento by September, if not sooner. That's Word. dope. Yeah, we're gonna be traveling here in the next uh next several months. So and uh taking it on the road. So yeah, we're, we're we gotta like, educate oh, these guys, up. man. We have to get to <laughs> on the platform, bro. For real. Oh, oh, before we say peace, DJ Butter, I gotta say your first mixtape with the with the with the dookie all on the front cover. <laughs> <It happens. laughs> that, that is my favorite DJ wow. Butter. <laughs> like I heard a few of your mixtape, but that mixtape shit happens. I, yeah. I, I love the MCs on it. And I will I will admit this. I will admit this. I believe everybody I could have been on that DJ butter mixtape, but I, I I just wasn't around. 
I, I wasn't yeah, that's all. And, for and real. Me, and, me and DJ Butter, I don't even think me and Butter, we, we possibly wasn't in contact. But I know if me and Butter was in contact, I would have been on that clash. Yeah. That clash. I mean, you was with Pinpoint. I thought I had to sign a bunch of paperwork back then. With that. <laughs> you know what? Most likely, yeah, because most likely, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. most likely, no, no doubt. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you go back to to – to the kill the DJ and shit happens. Oh, You're gonna hear a lot of MCs yeah. that blew up after that. Butter was like, it was like he was like our DJ clue. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you, hey, you I used to pull up on you with a bag full of mixtapes. So I was yeah. trying to keep up. <laughs> you, you look at those playlists back then, you look at the artists and look at where those artists at now, you you will recognize it. So yeah, thank, no you, doubt. thank you, man, for real. Radar Van Live Manifest. Thank you all for, so much for having me, man. I can't wait to watch this over. Well, it's oh, called yeah. Biz. We got it going, for real. Live Manifest. Hip Hop Globe Trader, man. Funky Fresh in the Flesh. Thank you, Lot. And we out. Peace. All right. Peace.